It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we got to go to work. We got to do the right offense. And it's time. It's time for the Jesus. What I think is podcast number sixty-five. I think so. 66. Is it what? Okay, I can't remember which number it is. It's a week four. Preview. I've already forgotten. I've already See, forgotten. Already, well, yeah. we really start arbitrarily doing no, it. No, I never did. Actually, remember. I did count them up. And I do. we do have it on our social it's, media. It just feels weird after a while, right? Like, if you're doing it for, like, years, you're like, Pug is 732. Well, that will be us comes eventually. Off a bit. It comes it off will, a bit. We've been doing this for 10 years. Pretentious. We never, Pretentious. We've done podcasts before, but we haven't actually fully utilized them. We've done, like, bit pieces here and there. But we haven't actually utilized it. In a full sense. Anyway. Anyway, we got uh, three dogs back again, so hopefully they'll leave us alone. I just fed them. Wayne Ryan, it is the week four preview, uh, where we go through and we make our predictions. Who's going to win this week? Who is going to win in the NFL? And some big games coming up, of course, next week. Week five, Chicago Bears versus Oakland Raiders. Or LA Raiders. Oh, going. <coughs> and gonna, you know what? It was such an enticing game if Antonio Brown was playing. It'd be spicy. No, It'd be kind of fun. At least you'd have that excitement of this. Like, it just... As if someone who's going to go to the game with my brother, it just does not feel good for the Raiders. I feel like Khalil Mack has been circling this one for years. Oh, I, just I, I, I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to this game. I'm not going to the game. I, don't I think, think even Raiders fans, when Khalil Mack like, destroys Derek Carr, will just yeah. stand up and give him the applause because they love him. They didn't want to see him go. I think they will as well. I'm not going to the game. Uh, but um, I'm looking forward to the game. I think it's a great going to be a great uh, away victory for the Bears. Um, but uh, we'll get into that one. Uh, we'll talk about the Thursday night game, which we both predicted. Uh, well, I predicted, uh, Ryan predicted that... Uh, that Packers, uh, I'm sure I took Packers. the Packers. You took the Packers, you did, and I took the uh, I took the Eagles, I took the Eagles to cover it. So they did cover it. Um, not win, but they covered it. Uh, well, yeah, because the Packers are favored, so they definitely favorite, The Packers were favored by 7.5, and they didn't win. So I took the Eagles to take that, which means I won. That's how betting works, folks. That's how betting works. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> We're going to go through our week four matchups. We're not going to start with my favorite one. We'll start with this one right here. Uh, let's move on. Well, we'll start actually. Uh, how about this? I've already written these ones down. How about we start with the ones I've written down? Carolina at Houston. Carolina at uh, Houston. Carolina at Houston. And we're talking uh, Cam Newton. Uh, he's the in the Cam sad. Newton he's wearing the sad hat now. The sad hat of Cam Newton. Uh, we've got Kyle Allen. He's going to come in full. The, like, he is the new Gardner Mishu. Um, and, yeah, but this is, like, this is, you know, we played against Houston, or you played it's against... So, it's so funny, like, the Gardner Mitchells and the Kyle Allens. As, as a, someone who has always been so desperate to have a quarterback finally step up, I actually feel for the Carolinas, who are thinking, like, maybe, because Kyle Allen threw four touchdowns in his, in his debut, had a great game. Against makes a Arizona. Lot of, yeah, no, it's true, it's against Arizona, but... He also has two fumbles. But... <laughs> This is one of those things where when you're a fan, you're like, oh, maybe it's time to ch- check it. It's like when Nathan Peterman came in and threw five picks. In the, yeah. I was 100% on board with it. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah, let's see what Nathan Peterman, because I knew what Tyrod Taylor was. Yeah. Um, but I was like, yeah, let's see what Nathan Peterman was. Unfortunately, it was a disaster. Um, but it was hilarious at the same time, because you don't often get to see five interceptions in one half. So No, you don't. And but you I do. feel like that's what Kyle Allen has the potential to be. I think they're... Because Cam Newton's now, people are wondering about his future in Carolina. Yeah. Like, and they're already now turning the page. Everyone will turn on you very fast in yeah. the NFL. Wow. Uh, Eli Manning has discovered that very quickly. Yeah. They're like, Eli who? Right? Yeah. They're just like, we got Daniel Jones. Danny Dimes. That in England, too. Danny Dimes. Wow. So that's kind of how I feel about 
So, Carol Carolina. so Carolina's favored in this one, or Houston's favored by four and a half. The over-under is 47 points. I'm going to take Houston. I think just okay. being at home against Kyle Allen, Deshaun Watson's playing awesome. You know, Hopkins looks great. Their running game looks really good with Duke yeah. Johnson and Carlos Hyde. Um, the defense, so, one, so I'm kind of curious to see how Kyle, but on the road in Houston, it's going to be loud, so I think he's really going to struggle. I think Houston's going to win this easily. I'm definitely going to pick this okay. to cover as well when I do my picks. Uh, and I'm going to say... Uh, 30 to 17. 30 to 17. You didn't look at my sheet, but you're very close in this one. I chose 30 to 21. Uh, Chris McCaffrey, I think, is going to have a great game in this one. For who? For Houston? Uh, for a third, yeah, I've got Houston. Yeah, okay. Houston won this one 30 to 21. I see this, you know, Houston's at home. They're going to be playing for home. Deshaun Watson is playing very well lately. The only thing, their offensive line still is a bit suspect for me. Uh, but I think that defense is going to get at... Uh, Kyle Allen really quickly. They're gonna have a. He's gonna struggle a lot in this one. I can see him throwing a few picks in this sucker as well. And Houston's defense. I have Houston's defense doing very well in this one. I have the over at fifty-one points. Uh, and Ryan does has the. Uh, uh, you're just I'm under t- at forty-seven. Oh really? Oh, well. All right. Let's I move on by. to the next one. Cleveland, Baltimore. Hey, we'll be showing this one at Belushi's Hammersmith as well. Do you want to watch the game in a booth with some people? Come watch it with us. We'll be watching it. Cleveland is one and two. Baltimore is two and one. Baltimore favored in this one. Seven points game. with the over under forty five points. It's a tough game, right? Because uh, Baker Baker's on the defensive. Uh, well, they carved them up. Everyone's questioning uh, questioning all the hype around them. Yeah. Freddie Kitchens with that terrible fourth and nine. Yeah. Uh, this is like Cleveland's worst nightmare, right? Like, everyone was so excited going into it, and it's all completely falling apart. Baker Mayfield, five interceptions. In yeah. He has 19 interceptions since he's been in the NFL. He's leading the, the league in interceptions. And I think we're just kind of forgetting stuff like that with Baker. I'm not. I'm not um, and I think because he did break Peyton Manning's record, he's got the swagger. He got Odell yeah. Beckham. But it, right now, it just does not look like it's working. And I don't know who it is. I think I, – I don't think they should have given it to Freddie Kitchens yeah. personally. But even though people would be like, oh, you're just saying that now because he's doing bad. Uh, but you just don't give guys who've never been a coach someone like Baker Mayfield and then get someone like Odell to come on with the watch stuff. And he's yeah. like, he's producing, but he's not scaring anyone. I really worry for this. I think – I really think because Cleveland's on the road, I think Baltimore is going to win. I just think they're the more stable team. Um, I'm bringing my Baltimore love Are you? back. The I'm, lovey, I'm, the lovey, hey, I have turned. I have turned. So, yeah. But I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think it's going to be uh, 21 uh, to 20. 21-20 In a close game, a little uh, Tucker field goal to win it. Tucker, Tucker. Uh, I know what the problem with Cleveland is. It's their offensive line. It sucks. He's got no time. Oh, not a t- be a touchdown. Anyway. Uh, uh, so, what's that? No, I said uh, Tucker. If I said 21-20, it couldn't have been a field goal to win it. Yeah, we... <laughs> so that, I just figured that out yeah, right that's after fine. I said it. It could be a field goal to win it if they had 18 points. But, uh, look, Cleveland's offensive line sucks. That's why Baker Mayfield is throwing a lot of people. He's throwing off his back foot. He doesn't have a lot of time. Um, but they're also very good at stopping the running game, but their secondary is not. I see Lamar Jackson carving up their secondary. Um, but I think Ingram's going to struggle against them. I, don't, I think Cleveland's pretty good against the run. Um, but, you know, you look what L.A. did to their secondary last week. That, you know, Lamar Jackson's going to have a lot of time. <clears throat> it's a big game because Lamar, even though he had a nice fourth quarter, he, he wasn't 
massively accurate. Mm. Uh, so I think this is a big game for him to bounce back. Well, that was different. Um, than and especially yeah. this first round that that I was the last pick in the first round going against the uh. first pick in the first round. And right now, everyone's kind of wishing they had the last pick. So it's going to be a real battle. That's why I'm very excited to watch this game. I'd love to keep an eye on it. We will also, as I said, showing this game at Belugia's Hammersmith if you want to come watch it. I have this game actually a bit higher scoring, but I have Baltimore winning this one by three points. Uh, I have Cleveland actually keeping this one tight. Uh, because I think there's going to be a lot of opportunity to score. But I have Baltimore winning this one seven, 31. Seven seems like a big number. I 31 think to 28. I think it's too big. I think it's too big. I've got this one, Baltimore winning by a bit. But Cleveland is 1-2. and two. They're going to have to put up something. They're going to come out firing. This is a division rival. I have this one, 31-28 Baltimore. Definitely hitting the over. But Cleveland making the cover. Washington. New York Giants. Washington or oh. Giants are favored by three. Over in 49 and a half points. Hey, you know, everyone's talking about Daniel Jones, but, you know, he played he played Washington. So, you know... No, he played Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. You're playing Washington. Yeah. Hey, listen. Juan is hurt. So you, you can only play who you put in front of you, right? Like, he hasn't done that he's saying that. He yeah. had a... I think Daniel Dimes had a great game. I think there's just all this hype. Like, I'm, I'm watching all these, like... Uh, YouTube shows and people are like Daniel Jones is better than Baker Mayfield. It's like he's played one game yeah. and people have just gone absolutely mental. Yeah. Let's see if he does it again. Like, is he going to be like uh, Deshaun Watson a couple years ago where he just came out and put sure. up like 21 touchdowns in seven games before blowing out his knee? Like I'm not ready to, to annoy Daniel Jones. I like Daniel Jones. I want to see him keep, keep doing well and I think this is a perfect matchup. Uh, Washington's right now just a disaster. Like you can't yeah. be afraid of them. Jay Gruden's basically if he doesn't put in Haskins soon, he's gonna lose his job, yeah. and he might get fired before the end. He's one of those guys who's like so arrogant. He's just like, no, I can win with Colt McCoy. It's like, dude, see the big picture. Yeah, you gotta put in Haskins. Just it's just unbelievable. Like, Washington gets what they deserve until they change their name. I have no faith that Washington's ever gonna do anything right. That they're cursed, the cursed by their own arrogance. The well, their own hubris. Not as bad as the Dolphins. So how do you see this game? What's your score on this one? Um, I think Daniel Jones is going to win. I think he's going to continue his hot streak. Um, he's also going to turn it over a couple times, I think. I think yeah. But I think it's going to be 24-21. Uh, uh, I have it 24-21 as well. Oh, do you really? For the other team. I really? actually think Washington is going to finally win this first game. I think McLaurin is perfectly set up for this one. You know, New York can stop the run, but they don't have Saquon Barkley. And, that and is true. And Washington now, you know, 0-3 and you're facing a division rival. I could see uh, Haskins coming into this game. You know, they are going to start a case, but you know what? Why not bring him in half, see what happens. I can see him lighting it up. I can see them switching it up, maybe being down, coming back, putting him in. But I have Washington winning this one, 24-21. And Giants... Their secondary is absolutely atrocious. Yeah, like, it is the worst. You can torch it. But and there's lots they, of time. you got lots of time to chuck it down. So they're, I think they're going to pick them apart. They're going to have lots of time to pick them apart. Uh, I don't have as much faith in Washington's offense. I have faith do. in teams that are 0-3, not going this to 0 Yeah, this is a ter- two terrible teams playing it. So yeah. I think it's a perfect matchup for the, the legend of Daniel Jones I to think continue. it's perfect for, for Washington to say, look, we're but not, not going to take this see anymore. It. Either way, this to me this is like a pick'em. Uh, this is a pick'em too. Uh, Chargers at Miami. Hey, <laughs> it's like who wants a shot at the easy girlfriend? It is Miami. It is. Uh, Miami. Uh, the over under miss is fifteen and a half point favorites for the Chargers. Uh, Forty four points. Easy win. I'm not even gonna get in this game. I have Chargers winning this one forty to ten. 
Just like in your face. No, I just uh, mean like Philip Rivers. Uh, I, I, um, I don't think I don't think my uh, Chargers offense has looked good enough to put up forty. Um, I think Miami. You know, I think Miami's going to put up a bigger fight in this one. I think I think they're tired of being laughed at. I think they they actually stood up for a bit against Dallas for a while. It was like ten six at half. Yeah. Like it wasn't this. Dallas well isn't up. as good as everyone thinks. Um, so. I think the Chargers are going to uh, obviously the better team. I think Melvin Gordon coming back. I don't think he's going to play. Um, Eckler's had fumbling problems, but I want to see this defense do something. I want yeah. to see them have a big game, but I think Miami's going to score a few points, but I still think they're going to cover. I'm going to say it's going to be 31-20. 31-20. I'm going to give him this is the closest game. So Ryan's seeing the cover, and he's also going the over as well. I'm going the over, but also I think they're going to cover. Hey, this is going to be quite a game, actually. Oakland, 1-2. and two. They're coming to London next week. London. Uh, I don't know why I'm doing that. And uh, they're one and two, and they're facing Indianapolis, who's two and one. Indianapolis is seven point favorites. Uh, Forty five points uh, is the over under in this one. Holy crap! Yeah, this is like uh, this is one of those weird games because I think Oakland's in a lot of trouble with, especially Derek Carr right now. Just doesn't look like. He's in John Gruden's future. And like, the thing is, it'd be really interesting if Peterman wasn't on the IR, if you'd see Gruden just being like, let me show you how you use Peterman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that would be my dream if that happened, uh, just to see that. But I think right now, Oakland just looks lost. I think the, the bluster of John Gruden, who's like the Boris Johnson of NFL coaches, he's yeah. just all bluster and just talking like, yeah, John, I love these guys. But right now, they just lack talent. I think Josh Jacobs looks good. Mm -hmm. I just think without AB, when Tyra Williams and Waller, your tight end are your best weapons, it's just it's just not a recipe for success, especially when you don't have any pass rush. Like, I haven't heard anything from Cleveland Farrell. Um, Abrams got injured, your other first round pick. It's just, it's going to be a rough year for Oakland, but they're going to get a top pick and they're going to be ready for Las Vegas. But the real question will be, will Derek Carr be going to Vegas with them? Because right now, I don't think he will be. We're going to Vegas, baby! I don't think Carr's Not going you. to Vegas. Yeah. No, I don't um, think he is. I think, I think like, the Colts yeah. are going to win this. Uh, I think they're going to win it 27-17. 27-17. I think it'd be funny if they left Derek Carr back in Oakland like a home alone thing where he stuck. I don't in the think Coliseum. it's Derek Carr's fault. I think and like Derek... he has to set up the Coliseum like home alone and trick all the other guys that come in. And get I him. feel bad for Derek Carr because I think like a couple years ago he was having such a good season when he did it before he broke his ankle and he's just had bad luck ever since. Like the, they fired the coach and then Gruden and then AB left and I think when AB left it, it just I think it broke him a bit because yeah, he knew he had this weapon that could show people looks and I'm and now he's stuck with just. Just, We're just still guys, with it. And, just you know, guys. Indianapolis is still struggling with some stuff, too, as well. But the whole thing, let's look at it last week. Uh, Austin Hooper just ripped apart uh, Indianapolis. He, he was caught. So the well, thing that Darren Waller is going to do it, he's going to do it as well. I would take him in fantasy. If you're looking yeah, to take him in fantasy. Josh Jacobs, that front defense, that front defensive line of, of the Colts is really tough. I can see them using Jacobs a lot, but I, I think they're going to get stymied. The whole thing the car is going to have to rely on is short passing yards. He's got to do some quick outs. But Indianapolis is injured. They've had more injuries, you know, and they keep yeah, getting injured. Houghton got a bit injured. But. So who are you going to throw to? So I have Oakland covering this spread. I have Indianapolis winning this one 28-24. I think Oakland's going to keep it in tight. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's going to come down to Indianapolis. I winning. hope so. Come on, Oakland. Make it a good game. Show some heart. Here's the game. Here's the game. Here's the guy. Uh, Kansas City. Oh, what? 3-0? I had Patrick Mahomes. How's he doing for you? Uh, at Detroit, 2-0-1. Uh, Kansas City's favorite this one six and a half points 55 points is the over under um, now look this is gonna be a great game it's in Detroit um, 
you know, which means they're going to be throwing jobs out at the crowd. But this is going to be a tough one. And Patrick Mahomes is always he's 300 points. He's just averaging 300 yards a game. He's just doing it. Um, so what's going to happen, he's not faced this kind of front pressure. I think Detroit's got some good pressure. But at the same time, I believe Matthew Stafford can chuck it back. You know, you have Kenny Galladay, but they've also, um, you know, they, they've got a running and a, and a passing well, game. This is a couple of things that are really cool about this. This is Patrick Mahomes' first ever dome game, Ooh. which is uh, hilarious. So he's never played in a dome, so wow. imagine everyone says like everything's faster and you light it up. Yeah. So Patrick Mahomes is going to go off. I Mahomes think. in a in dome. A dome. Like, he'd never dome played in a dome, which is actually kind of weird. You think I guess he's only played one season, but you think he would have uh. played in a dome. But uh, again, I think right now Detroit's been yeah two zero and one looking good. But I think right now is they're kind of in the same situation as Buffalo, which is I'm sure we'll get to. Is where people are just kind of like ah, this team's not for real because yeah. you got a real the big dogs are coming into town. Yeah. So now this is like the true test. If Detroit can at least be competitive, I don't think anyone's expecting Detroit to win. No. I think this to me is a really good uh, point spread. Uh, I really like this one. What is it? What is six it? Six and a half. Six and a half. I think that, yeah. especially Pat Mahomes' first game in the Dome, they're going to yeah. be moving that everywhere. LaShawn McCoy's look great. Um, I think Detroit is going to get humbled. They're going to get shown shown the Mahomes treatment. And I think it's going to be 38-28. to 38-28. So I have it 35-30. to 30. I actually see, you know, one thing Matt Stafford is, and I've said this before, he can chuck the ball. He can keep up. So it's going to be keeping up with Patrick Mahomes every play. He's going to chuck it down. You've got to answer. And I think he can't answer this week. Detroit's going to be at home. They're, they're, they're 2-0-1-1. You know, they're undefeated. So the team the team has got to feel good. They're in a home game, in the Dome, Mahomes in the Dome. Mahomes but in the Dome. Mahomes, I see winning. He's still going to get 300 yards. But it's not, it's, I don't think he's going to cover the spread. I still think that they will do the over. I've got 65 points in total in this one. Five points is what I've got the spread at, but I've got it 35 to 30. Now the game that we'll be watching with Ryan at Hammersmith uh, Belushi. Game of the year. It's on the huge projector. Uh, we can watch in stadium seating, and there's also private booths. Not really private. People can be and watch it. You get a 50-inch TV right above it, so you can watch it, get 10 people in there. Pretty awesome. But New England and Buffalo, uh, seven and a half point favorites for New England, both 3-0. 42.5 points over under, which is surprising. I thought it'd be a little higher than this. Um, and New England has not allowed a touchdown in the past four games. So, this is going to be interesting. This is, I know one thing, I can guarantee you one thing that will happen this weekend. Uh, Because whenever Tom Brady comes to Buffalo, I promise you... A dildo will, will be thrown on that field. Okay. Okay, that is my guarantee. I'm sure. There is coming. It's happening. It happens every single time. I can't wait to see when it happens. Do you again. know, can you imagine the security <laughs> briefing that they have for this? All right, everyone, just so you know, uh, we're, we're looking for phalluses. We're looking for, we, no, we're but looking for any really wonder, Is it the same guy who does it every year? Or is this, is it like this thing where he's just like, no, that's my thing? Well, I wonder. I'm the dildo guy. If they're checking for dildos, how do you sneak one into the stadium if they check your bags? How would you do there's that? There's one, uh, I know one way. I know one way. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. um, Throw I, know, I know that. But I think this is going to be the ultimate test. I think, look, you're playing two teams who have a the combined winning record of one in nine they've went, went up against. It's just yeah. embarrassing. Is that no one, no one's been able to win. I think either, either team. Now this is the biggest test. You have Tom Brady, who's actually since Sean McDermott's been the head coach. Tom Brady in his four games against the Bills has three touchdowns, four interceptions, Ooh. which is almost even though he's still Beating undefeated, him. four yeah. and zero. But 
that is a real improvement from what we've seen over the years. So I think Sean McDermott's found out really how to get to Tom Brady. And I think the key is the Bills have never had anything close to an offense that could keep up. Mm-hmm. I think now the one thing that's interesting is about them is that they have the offensive line that can get the drives of seven, eight plays. Yeah. They're not just going three and out throwing picks left and right and just walking up the field down 21 nothing. They can keep drives going. They're going to keep this close. I don't think they're going to win. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't do it until I see the Patriots beat the Bills. Until you see Tom Brady I can't the say they're going to do it because I just come off like a douchebag homer. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be that guy because I think they're going to keep it competitive. I think it's going to be 27 to 23. 27-23. And I think... The Bills are going to really make a statement and show up and give Tom Brady a real tough time. Well, I actually believe as well. I believe it. I think they're going to give him a tough time. I think that Tom Brady hasn't faced his defense this year. Uh, they've had some injuries that you know have hampered his offensive line, and Buffalo's quick to get that line. The only difficulty they're going to have is that secondary. If Julian Edelman is back and he's able to slot him, which they do for those 17, out, 18 that yards. That changes everything. Because apparently he practiced today. So if he's practicing, uh, he's probably going to be yes. back in. We can find out, but I have this one uh, 24 to 20 for New England. I don't see them covering it. I think the Buffalo defense will be able to step up because it is in Buffalo. There will be dildos and there will uh, be sadness thrown on the field. There will be dildos and there will be table smashing. Well, it's going to be absolutely chaos in that place. Buffalo Stadium is absolutely mental. It's going to be awesome. There was a thing. First quarter is going to be so good, especially if they come out to the. I'm so excited. But Tom Brady, of course, is 30 and three career against the Bills, yeah. which is just insane. It is very yeah. insane. The one thing you will say is that uh, there was a someone who put a thing on Instagram yesterday about how a strategy of how the Bills can beat the Patriots, and it was liked by none other than Tom Brady. So obviously he's watching this. Great, he's on Instagram. Here's the last game. Oh, now he knows the secrets. He does. He knows. He knows exactly. They were found. You know, basically Belichick just goes on Reddit every week, and that's how yeah. he figures out how to beat him. He's like. I don't yeah, have a strategy. He's just on Reddit and on watching 4chan. Crank He's Yankers. 4chan. Yeah, 4chan and Crank Yankers. <laughs> um, let's go to the last game, the 6 p.m. game. Oh, woe is me in the South. Tennessee, 1-2. and two. Atlanta, 1-2. and two. Atlanta, though, four-point favorites in this. 45 uh, and a half points over under. Hey, Atlanta, where did your O-line go? What is uh, that? They have no O-line. It's one of the worst things. And, you know, Tennessee... Marcus Modi, Mariota took nine sacks against the Jaguars. Nine sacks. So, you know, this is going to be an interesting battle. Uh, well, it's, it's, Mariota is fighting for his life right now because I think if they go, if they, they lose this, I think um, then Tannehill is going to be right on his chops. I uh, know because Tannehill looked yeah. good in the preseason. Yeah. I think, and I think right now Mariota is going to be a free agent. Do you really want to pay him? Because after this, I'm not giving Mario to thirty million a year. No, like not for that production. I think right now the, the Tennessee's really needs this win. I think it's gonna be a real tough game for them. Um, don't know if they're gonna be able to win. What do you think? What have I got? I actually do. do you have? I believe Tennessee is gonna win this one. I think it's gonna be a tight game. I'm but still trying to think. Tennessee's offensive line. Because I don't. Because Atlanta's been so. Tennessee, Tennessee's defense is better than Atlanta's offensive line, which means Matt Ryan's gonna have to get the ball out quickly. I can see him spreading the ball around, but also I see Derrick Henry just gouging the crap out of Atlanta in this. I just see him running yeah. and, and and being able to move the ball consistently. I have Tennessee winning this one, twenty-one to seventeen. Yeah, it's two desperate teams. I've taken Atlanta so many times that they've disappointed me. So many times. And they're, and they're 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 Calvin really looked terrible. Yeah. I, I'm going to give... 
I'm gonna give Atlanta one last shot. I think I think I'm gonna pick them for the last time. For if Chapman. they mess me for Chapman, uh, if they if they mess me over this time, that's it. They're dead to me. Go ahead, um, go ahead. I'm gonna take them, but it's gonna be 24-20. 24 to 20. And at this point, it's uh, we're gonna talk about our 9 p.m. games. Ryan, grab me a beer from the fridge. Brought to you by Brewdog. They're no sponsor of ours, but we like to drink in their beer. As I said, we will be at the Belushi's Hammersmith this week. If you want to catch us, and also if you're in New Jersey and you're watching this. Check out U.S. Odds. They're helping us out with some of the odds in New Jersey. Uh, and Ryan and I make all our picks and put them up there so you can make some money every week. Moving on to our 9 o'clock game. Put a bit of money. Put a yeah. bit of money. Oh, my God. Sharon Beer. Sharon Beer. Little bitch. Was that the last one? Friends share beer. Yeah. No. Okay. But um, anyway, we're going to sponsor. Look, um, TB at LAR. It sounds like a, an infection, but it's actually Tampa Bay who's 1 and 2. Jeez. At uh, the L.A. Rams... Three and O, lucky ducky. How did you get to three and O? Barely, but the nine and a half point favorites. Nine and a half. Have you seen the Rams play? They barely got away from. Well, Cleveland. yeah, but I think it's especially Todd Gurley. It just does nine not and look and the same. And a half? Just no. does not look the same. Goff has got no O line either. This is another team. Yeah, that has no it's, it has definitely been struggling. I think Aaron Donald had a bad. Cleveland getting, kept it close. You know, yeah, it's getting better. Yeah, they had the chance to win it. So I think the Rams have been a bit lucky. Um, I think they're not that offense that everyone's scared of anymore. So no. it'll be a really interesting team to see who they are when it comes to playoff time. Because, you know, I think it's all about Cooper Cup. Like, you know, Cooks looks good. You know, Robert Woods is, hasn't really been doing anything this year. He's got and, a lot of double coverage. And Tom coverage. Gurley, right. who's running out of my number one pick in fantasy, has been running at like three yards a carry. Just does lacks the explosiveness. And I think right now... I think without Gurley being that engine that gets that offense going, we're seeing them really struggle. Uh, I think Tampa Bay is definitely going to keep this close because I think Bruce Arians uh, finally got Mike Evans going because Mike Evans is a beast. Like yeah. Mike Evans no, has been this guy for the last like first couple of years of his career was one of the best receivers in football. The last couple of years has really kind of stepped back because of Jameis Winston. Really not his fault. Like they had a chance to win that game last week. Mm-hmm. They they took a five yard penalty and then knelt, so they had seven yards back further. Yeah. And then missed the kick. Like that is ridiculous. They should have won that game. Then Jameis Winston, we wouldn't have all these questions. I think they're gonna keep it close. Uh, but I think the Rams are gonna win thirty to twenty seven. Thirty to twenty seven. Yeah, I think uh, Tampa Bay is gonna have to keep this close because I think the Rams are the luckiest team in football right yeah, now. Yeah, I think they so. really are lucky. Uh, I mean, they were so close in each one of the games that they've almost lost. And, you know, the, the coming back against Cleveland, there's a lot of mistakes. Their O-line is just getting crushed. And, uh, you know, Tampa Bay's got a good pass rush, so I can really see them causing a lot of problems. You know, Jameis Winston, I think, could be his own worst enemy. This is the problem. I think that well, LA might be he's able to been better. He's his been vision better. is bad, but he's still... His vision and his arm, to me, are just not that of a leading quarterback. He's on the Cam New well, down we'll train. We'll yeah. It's going to be really But I have LA winning this one 28, Tampa Bay 23, a five-point spread that I've got it within the point spread and over-under. Uh, it's over. Okay. Uh, we will be watching some of these games. Hey, if you're in North London, why don't you watch the games at uh, the Princess Alex in Crouch End? It's got a lot of celebrities there, he says, whispering in the yeah. microphone. <laughs> but it is. It's a North London haunt. It's 10 minutes from Finchery Park Tube. And they will be doing some things with the Bears-Raiders game. Uh, because it's 25 minutes uh, on the W3 bus. Boom, right up there, and you're right back. Excellent. You get out of Park Road, you're right there in the pub. It's open till 4 a.m. Excellent. 4 a.m. Uh, next week. All right, Seattle at Arizona. Seattle 2-1. and one. Arizona 0-2-1. Oh, uh, Arizona, Seattle's favorite in this one by 5.5 points. 
And uh, the over-under is 48 points. Um, Kyler Murray took eight sacks and two interceptions. Yeah. I don't know what to think about Kyler Murray. Like, he's, like, when you watch the highlights of him in college, he was running all over the place. Like, he was doing, and he's barely done anything with his legs. Like, he, I think he's so. This is the NFL, though. No, no, but I think, like, he's so trying to prove that he's a passer, like, being like, I'm not this little gadget guy. Yeah. And I think he just needs to unleash himself. Let him start running a bit. Because I feel like they're, they're trying to make him into something he's not. And right now, he really needs to step up because... They're they're really everyone's gonna kind of just forget about the Cardinals. This whole Cliffs Kingsbury thing could be like two years and done. Because if this is what we're gonna see, we're not. It's not that impressive. They talked like this guy was gonna revolutionize the game if he got Kyler Murray. He's gonna bring in this air raid offense. Yeah, and it really hasn't shown up at all. So I don't really see much about like who do you think's gonna win. I, I so know. I have this one. This like I want to pick Arizona, but every time I pick them, they I chose blunt. Arizona. I chose Arizona in this one. I think you know Seattle is also been a bit lucky, but you know the pass rush. They have no pass Seattle. rush, so Kyler Murray's gonna have lots of time in this one. Their defense, while they're good, well, they're supposed to have Clowney, but he hasn't. No, been. but the, so if the he's Seattle, over a big here's contract. my whole thing: is Seattle can stop the run, they can slow down the run, but they can't stop. They're getting gouged. You know, you look at what Andy Dalton. You look at how people have gouged their backfield. So you know this is gonna be. I don't know. If, if Penny is back as well for Seattle, it might be something. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen because he. I think he could have a big game. I think the running is what they need to take it to. But Arizona can throw it back. They're going to shut down the running game. But I think Larry Fitzgerald, really? they're, they're going to be the upset up. with the Arizona I have Arizona winning this right, one. I'm going to go Seattle 23-20. Okay. Um, I think it's going to be close. But I'm going to trust, trust in Russ. Uh, uh, Russ. I, tr- I trust in Russ. But they're, it's in Arizona. They're 0-2-1. And you know what? This kid has been moving around in Seattle. But I think me. Seattle, these are the games. If Seattle's going to be a competitor in that division, these are games you just cannot lose. Like, these are the you ones have they, to take care of Arizona. They so. take it on the chin, Seattle. And this is their thing, right? They're 2-1, but they end up getting like 500 and sneaking in and then being difficult. And that's sort of their growth pattern. But this one, I think, is going to be a tough one for them. I think they're overlooking it. They also have to play the Rams on Thursday. So are you looking forward to that? You're sort of going, well, we got this, but we got to play in four days. Yeah. So that's a big thing for a team's motivation when you're playing in four days. Uh, but I have this one, Arizona 24, Seattle 21. Next big game. Hey, Chicago, we're going to Soldier Field. Minnesota 2-1 and one at the Bears 2-1. and one. Uh, Chicago's only favored by two points. The over-under, 38. What? Uh, it's like a defensive match. What is this, 1985? It is, pretty much. But is the who-the-hell-are-these-quarterbacks show? Mitchell Trubisky and Kissing Cousins... Uh, yeah, both are ooh. playing. But Can't, I'd say Cousins playing even worse. Yeah, Cousins hasn't been great. I, I think because Dalvin Cook's kind of taken over the team, I think it's now his team. Um, so Kirk Cousins is going to be one of those guys. I, after I think they're stuck. I think signing him for three years was the smartest thing because three yeah. years you can just cut bait and move on from him. Dalvin Cook will still be that, but it's all about their defense. I think this. I think this is a good team, but they've stopped using Stephon Diggs, which I find really weird. It's well, now he's, he's getting a lot of coverage. Team, so <coughs> I think yeah. I think they've also because they've spent so much money on Thielen and on Diggs right now and just not getting the production out of Diggs because Dalvin Cook's taken over and still moving the ball. Defense, I think they're going to look to maybe even trade Diggs. I can see them just saying, this isn't working anymore. Let's focus yeah. some of, take some of that money, move it somewhere else. But you got great, great wide receivers and a quarterback that can't hit them. But I think Trubisky, yeah. I, I think this is such a... Could you imagine Adam Thielen with Drew Brees? Damn. 
Yeah, no. Well, he's got Michael Thomas. So if he had Michael yeah, Thomas, it would be, oh, be unstoppable. But right now, I think Trubisky had a big game last week. I think because it's that Bears D and Kirk Cousins against big teams, winning teams, always struggles. And the Bears are a team that's going to make him struggle. I think Trubisky had a big game, but he's still got to have an even bigger game. He's got to play yeah. just as good, if not better, because he only beat, was it the Redskins yeah. last week? So he only beat them. So I think right now, while they go with the Bears, um, I think they're going to win it 24-17. to 17. 24-17. Yeah, I, you know, I, I acknowledge as a Bears fan uh, that Mitch has got his problems. His linear mindset and QB sort of uh, functionality to me has been an issue. But I think this game, being in Soldier Field, being at home, we got to limit Dalvin Cook. Khalil Mack and Danny Trevathan have basically just got a... Cr- like, the pass rush, he's never seen this kind of pass rush yet. No. You know, the Packers were all right, but this is us. And we're, we're getting better every week. Um, you know, if you looked at basically how Washington was just tossed around like ragdolls last week, that's what we're going to do. They're going to have to try to establish the run, but I can see Kirk Cousins dying. In <laughs> also, I think that it, do you, when I look at Adam Thielen, do you think that Tom Brady, like, like just dreams of him? Because those two, his big white receiver that would just that's, go. He loves, um, uh, loves a white receiver. You well, you know what? Uh, listen, I think anyone with Tom Brady. Anyone love it. Anyone with, Unfortunately. Let's not talk about Tom Brady. That's not ruin We won't talk about him, but uh, it's going to ruin Ryan's mojo. I yeah, got yeah. <laughs> I got to go out later tonight. Don't. Chicago 30 and Minnesota 20. Um, this game, well, it'll be on red zone. Uh, Jacksonville 1 and 2. This game Denver, will be on somewhere, but not in um, my mind. Minshew Mania. Hey, if you have the Minshew Mania. Again, this is exactly the same thing as I'm talking about with, with Kyle Allen. It's this, hey, maybe Gardner Minshew will take us to the Super Bowl. And then, well, so people got in with Ryan Fitzpatrick. And then he's going to... Ryan Fitzpatrick, everyone's like, oh, he's going to save us. And then he's going to throw picks and be like, yeah. you porn-looking oh, motherfucker. God, yeah. It's like, get off my team. Someone's going to trash his trans Because you got to... The problem is you got Nick Foles, and when he comes back... Like depending on Gardner Minshew did, you're paying mm. Nick Foles all this money. Do you go back to him? Yeah. Do because Nick Foles is a Super Bowl winner, so he's just got that that thing of is he even going to get his job back? So that's to yeah. me. Does the legend of Gardner Minshew with his with his mustache and everyone thinks I love it? It's just yeah. someone with a mustache just gets all this this press. If he if he was just some weird looking dude, no one would even care. I think it's sometimes it's when because you're 20s, he looks like look, a porn star. When you're in your twenties and you can sometimes grow a mustache, there's a lot of guys who can't grow a mustache in their twenties, and this guy can. And so it's like, oh my god, you're a man. You're not come on. I think he's this, a young kid. To me, this is Joe Flacco's prove it game. I think Joe Flacco has to prove it. Gosh. I think Jackson. I think Denver has to get some pressure on Gardner Minshew and get some sacks. Von Miller is going to be yeah, angry. To. Um, I think because it's in Denver, I'm going to go with Denver to win this. I think Joe Flacco is going to have his best game of the year, even though it's against that tough defense. Because yeah. right now, Jordan R- Ramsey isn't really showing up. He's just like, yeah, Jalen Ramsey. Is he going to show up at all? Jalen Ramsey's just like, yeah, maybe my kid's being born this day. Yeah, I don't know if my yeah, back hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a so, Chuck E. Cheese. But I think Denver at home, Gardner Minshew has never played in this environment, which is a uh, tough place to play yeah. regardless of who you are. But I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I'm going to say it's going to be 17-14. 17-14. I also have this a low-scoring game. And I wonder, as we talk about the Mile High Stadium in terms of the Air pressure in terms of the, the weed, altitude the we have. Hay, and but the that's what I wonder. If everyone in Denver smoked a joint at the same time and place. blew it in the stadium, would it have an effect? Now, if there's any scientists out there, I'd love to, yeah. to, to pop into this because I think it'd be interesting. If 65,000 Get through people, that fourth quarter haze. Yeah, just like, can you imagine? Just And you've got like tokers yeah, on the front row. That would be amazing. Uh, look, I do have Denver winning this as well. 
Uh, Minshew Mania, I think, is in you know, here. Jalen Ramsey's distraction. What's going to happen with this team? Again, it's mile high. Denver is 0-3. They cannot go 0-3. John Elway will shoot someone in the back of the stables, yeah, I think, if they yeah. go 0-4. Uh, and Von Miller does need to step up in this one. This is a perfect opportunity for this. It will be a defensive battle, but I have Denver winning this one and pushing it. 20-17, to 17, keeping in the under, but also want to push in terms of the three points. This game, here's a game. This one's on at 1.20 in the morning. Where are you going to watch this one? Pretty much nowhere in London because yeah. everything's shut down. <laughs> Come to my house uh, if I'm awake. Dallas, 3-0. and Or are they Super Bowl champs? Uh, at New Orleans, 2-1. and uh, Dallas favored by three. The over-under in this one is 47 points. Dak Prescott has Ooh. destroyed teams like the Giants and yeah, Washington. Miami. So, and Miami. Yeah, and Miami. So, I mean, man. Again, this is one of those questions now. It's like, finally, some big games are starting to come now. Yeah. Finally, we'll get some truths about Dak. Yeah. Is he worth all that money? So, I think this is a big game for him. He's going up against a tough New Orleans defense um, who played really well. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater did. I think Alvin Kamara is going to step up. And I really think I'm actually going to pick New Orleans to win this. I don't know why. Okay. I'm, I'm going with a little bit of an upset because I think Dallas is the better team. But yeah. I think finally, just because it's the first real test, I think it's just I think New Orleans is going to come out to a bit of a lead early. And Sean Payton, I think it's just the better coach. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go them to win uh, 27 to 26. 27-26. Ryan's almost looking at my score there. I've got this one, New Orleans winning as well. 27-24, to though, I have this one. Tight one. I think uh, Dallas is going to have to try to come back. Uh, look, they, they can shut down the running game. That's one thing Dallas can, can do. But also, they've never faced this New Orleans defense. Dak has never faced this kind of pressure before. New Orleans does have a great defense. Yep. They stunt it. They do a 4-6. They put a lot of pressure, and they move a lot of moving parts in this. And while they might be able to stop Kamara, I don't think they'll be able to stop Thomas. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater looked good, but I think he's going to look a lot better this weekend. When Sean Payton has a lot of times to, to mess with them and get them going. Uh, Dallas is going to face a very tough, you know, they've got a, they're going to face an O-line. I think New Orleans is one of the best O-lines in the game, I would say. Everyone's envious of this O-line. Well, they're, yeah, they're, they're man. So they get a lot of, they get this a lot is, of again, protection. If you can win this game, you go 2-0 and without Drew Brees. Uh, it's a massive step big for one. them. For so I, ha I have back, this one, 27-24. So. Uh, and then we move to the Monday night game. Hey, in England, we call this what happened last Tuesday night? morning. Game. Tuesday morning, yeah. Tuesday and morning. Sometimes, if, actually, if I go to bed early, I can wake up and I catch the end of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's like 5 a.m. and barely, if you can catch it. Uh, but then I'm like, well, yeah, which would have been a good game a couple of years ago is yeah. now a bit of a dog. The Bengals, um, the Bengals have been so both teams are 0 and 3, uh, which we sort <laughs> of look at this. Someone has Who to thinks win? I know Pittsburgh has the potential Somebody chance has to, to win. Go now here's a, here's an interesting thing I was reading about. So because they made that trick with Miami, made the trade with Miami, they could have potentially given away a top five pick. Absolutely. So was well, the same it. thing. Though. And if your quarterback sucks and you want and they and which Miami sucks because the quarterback the Bills are in the same division, so it's like <laughs> when Cleveland had the first and the fourth pick. Yeah. Because of Deshaun Watson, um, because when he got hurt. But imagine the, if the if Miami then takes a quarterback that Pittsburgh Pittsburgh could have used with aging Ben and Mason Rudolph sucking it up. Well, that's what's, that's why for Minka Fitzpatrick, but that's why yeah. it was a terrible. It was yeah. it was not a wise trade. It was a, a desperate trade. Yeah. Um, right now, I actually think Cincinnati's going to win this. I think Andy Dalton's the better quarterback. Uh, I don't think Mason Rudolph is good enough. I don't think this team has that fight in them right now. I think. Right now, just I'm going to go with who's the better quarterback who can score more points. Joe Mixon looked a bit better last week. 
and John Ross is look good. And I think Andy Dalton, these teams just know each other. And yeah. I think Andy Dalton plays well against Pittsburgh. So I'm going to go with Cincinnati to win 21-17. 21-17. Look, it's in Pittsburgh. Their fans are going to be pissed. James Conner has not done anything this year. He's no, been he's, he's been negligible. I haven't been fancy. But also it's Juju. So I yeah. really think Pittsburgh is going to want to satisfy their home fans here. I think they're going to put a bit of a beating on Cincinnati. I think they're actually going to start racking them up. They've seen the way that Cincinnati comes back. Cincinnati plays with sort of no hope. Uh, and Pittsburgh is going to be at home. This is a 44-point over on a Monday night. I have Pittsburgh winning this one 30-20. Uh, and I have it solid. I have Cincinnati having to come back from this sucker. Because Pittsburgh and Juju are going to put enough of a beatdown on them. Uh, if you want to watch the games, like I said, we'll be at Belushi's Hammersmith this Sunday. And also at the Princess Alex, we move it around in Crouch End. Uh, come up to North London. It's 10 minutes away from Finsbury Park. It's open at 1 a.m. as well. And then we'll let you know about all the other games, folks. Also, if you want to bet, we'll put on our, check on our, our betting page on NFLandLondon.com. Follow us on social media, Twitter, if people are still on that, Instagram, and Facebook. Thanks a lot for listening. Have a good one. Oh, and the